Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody, to a Notre Dame recruiting long and strong O-line. You edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. I'd appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up if you approve the content. I'd appreciate that as well. Twitter, search bar, Always Irish, or at Always Irish, Inc. Emails, Always Irish, at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You can get me call in line 312-988-15. Have your thoughts heard and seen. All right. So this is going to be somewhat of a recruiting discussion. However, there's one really unique angle to this specific type of recruiting discussion that I think doesn't apply for Notre Dame's recruiting in many other areas. Here's what I'm getting at. Offensive line's Notre Dame's thing. This is the one area, especially now that Harry's back, this is the one area where Notre Dame should have leverage over almost anybody except maybe Nick Saban in Alabama in terms of recruiting. In terms of being able to say, look at all our guys that are in the NFL recently. Look at Quentin Nelson, Hall of Fame, all-pro guy, according to what people are saying. You got this long lineage of not-so-distant past Notre Dame offensive linemen succeeding to a great deal in the NFL. And... For most of those guys, the guy that got them, there's back at Notre Dame now. This is a fantastic angle for Notre Dame. It is one area of recruiting where they have an advantage over most of these schools based on the lineage in the NFL. You combine that with the educational benefits, the spiritual benefits, the, the four for 40 speech and all that. It's a no-brainer. Any good offensive lineman that can get into Notre Dame should be wanting, <coughs> excuse me, should be wanting to go to Notre Dame, right? So I am willing to say last year was a little bit of an anomaly with the inconsistent play and some of the issues losing Blake Fisher early for all that time. All of this offensive line coach I didn't think was doing a great job. All that it's gone, it's gone. All right, Harry's back, and that means you're cruising for a bruising, and Harry is your cruise director. So all aboard, let's go, right? So with that preface in mind, let's engage in this discussion, shall we? So... We often talk about areas of the program that need to improve to get Notre Dame to a point where they can win playoff games. Elite quarterback play, elite wide receiver play, elite secondary play. And I don't just mean Kyle Hamilton, secondary's multiple people. All right? Sometimes I got to go down that path with Notre Dame people. I say, I, you know, we need an elite secondary. It's like, well, look at Kyle Hamilton. And then before that, it's like, well, look at Julian Love. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I need three or four of those guys. A secondary is a whole group of people, not one guy. I want a lockdown secondary, not a lockdown secondary player. Those are different. So 
all of those areas come to mind right away because in Notre Dame's own recent experiences in big-time playoff games, we've seen all those areas beat us bad. Elite quarterbacks, elite wide receivers, our inability to cover them defensively has burned us, cost us these playoff games, made them not even competitive. Now, you're all in tune with recruiting as I am. It seems like there's more interest in Notre Dame recruiting than ever before. Now that Marcus Freeman is around, and you know why? Because he does more recruiting than the guy before. So there's a lot more to pay attention to these days. Now, we all know the areas I mentioned. We talk about, about them all the time with what we want to happen at quarterback, the elite wide receivers we're chasing. We all know those areas are being worked on vigorously by the Notre Dame staff as we speak this very minute. While that effort is taking place, especially on the offensive side of the ball, it's critical that other areas of historical strength remain strong. No more important does this apply than the offensive line. The better this group is this year, the easier it's going to be to get the quarterback play and wide receiver play that we want. Right? That is obvious. The better your offensive line is, the easier it is to get a young quarterback acclimated, get a running game going, give the quarterback time to find these receivers down the field, all of that. Getting Sheriff Harry back is huge. I expect a big jump in offensive line play week one against Ohio State. None of this sleepwalking and then week nine we wake up and we can move somebody. No, I don't think so. Harry's going to have a meme. The other thing, I love the dynamic that Chris Watt is getting to learn the ropes under Harry. And Chris Watt, of course, was a Notre Dame offensive lineman. I already like that lineage. If there's a progression plan there for Harry to, to uh, grant Watt with his tutelage and then right off in the sunset and Chris Watt takes over, I could get down with that. If you're going to learn from somebody, I, I want it to be Harry. Harry's going to have a mean. Harry's going to have a mean again. And I, for one, am here for it, quite frankly. Yesterday, Notre Dame secured the verbal commitment of Sam Pendleton, four-star offensive lineman, number 342, nationally regardless of position, from North Carolina, had Clemson interest, Michigan interest, ended up at Notre Dame. Now, anytime Notre Dame gets a four or a five-star guy, that's going to excite and ignite the fan base, as it should. It almost counts as double to me when you're taking a guy that had Clemson interest and Michigan interest, or the other way around. Those schools were interested in him. Anytime you could get a four or a five-star guy at any position that those two schools want, we get him instead. That's almost a double victory to somebody like me. Those are direct competitors. Clemson, as a team, we're going to play more often with the ACC agreement. And look at how much we've already matched up with them in the past. And Michigan... You know how it is with me in Michigan. 
So anytime you could pull a guy that anybody around Michigan had any interest in at all, it's like me as a seven-year-old on Christmas morning. Look what's under the tree for little Johnny. I love it. I love it. Love it. But you know how it goes with Michigan. You know how it goes. Oh, we like this lineman. He's interested in, in Michigan. And then he goes to Notre Dame. And then suddenly we didn't like him. He wasn't that good. All right. That's fine. Keep building that three-star class you got. Keep doing it. It's going to be great. They'll still probably be able to win nine or ten games in the Big Ten doing that. So, whatever. But, key point. Pulling these guys that had Clemson, anything tied with Clemson or Michigan at all, I love it. You love to hear it. You love to see it. And I love to be it. Okay? Fantastic job. Here's something I've read that is a hugely positive sign about how Notre Dame has recruited under Marcus Freeman. And it's coming from outside of our fan base. And I like it a lot. Multiple fans of other teams have complained that their program has spent a lot of time building relationships over time with certain recruits. Years. Years in some cases. Then little old Catholic Notre Dame swoops in and in much less time seals the deal. Goes to Notre Dame. Fans are mad. What is going wrong? What is Notre Dame doing? We're not doing. I was reading on the Michigan recruiting board last night. The guy goes, I don't understand. What's Notre Dame doing that we're not doing? The guy visits here, nothing. He visits to Notre Dame, sets a commitment date right away, goes to Notre Dame. Well, well what's Notre Dame doing in Michigan, is it? Oh, I don't know. Our head coach actually wants to be here. How about that for number one? Our coach actually wants to coach our team. That's a good start for recruiting. And something Michigan doesn't have. How about number two? What's Notre Dame doing that we're not, says Michigan guy. How about number two? Our coach is from planet Earth. How about that? How about that? That our coach is from Earth and can be spoken to in a normal way and can interact in society like a normal person. That is also something Michigan's head coach cannot offer. So if you're wondering what's different, let's start there. The, it's just, it astounds me that they're sitting there and they can't figure out why after this fancy Big Ten win last year, how could guys not be interested? Your coach showed he doesn't want to be there. That is going to naturally affect recruiting. I don't care if you got lucky once out of 20 years and beat Ohio State. Everybody in America knows, including other coaches and other recruits. No, your coach is weird and he doesn't even want to be there. I love what's happening right now. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan State are strangling the shit out of Michigan recruiting. I love it. I'm here for all of it. 
strangle the shit out of them. Three on one. I love this. I absolutely love it. I'm here for all of that. Three on one. I love it. Now, along a similar vein to getting Pendleton, Notre Dame is crystal balled as in the lead for four-star North Carolina O-lineman Sullivan Absher. A lot of people feel real good about that. Depending who you ask, Notre Dame's also in the lead for borderline four, four borderline five-star O-lineman Jagasaw. Still in the mix for Monroe Freeling, Austin Sirabeld as well. Ukulola may be somewhat a long shot, but when you have the lineage Notre Dame does in the pipeline to the NFL, Notre Dame has. I'm not counting them out. If it's a wide receiver or something, that's different. This ain't that. So I'm not counting them out. What you need to keep in mind is spots are somewhat limited on the offensive line right now, which allows Harry and company to go big game prize hunting. Get the guys you, a small circle of guys you're really interested that are good fits, gonna be NFL players, focus on them. That's what we're doing and I love it. All right, I absolutely love it. If you're looking at how this is shaping out, fantastic. I know these offensive linemen aren't flashy, it, it, it isn't it isn't Carnell Tate. It ain't Dante Moore. Everybody knows that. But if, you, if you've been around football at all, you also know you need this engine to win. You need this engine to win. And that engine is good offensive line play. Guys ready to go out there and go to war. Play one click past the whistle every play. One thing to take notice of overall. Notice, nobody committing to Notre Dame in this 2023 class presently is a three-star guy. Also, I could be wrong on this, but when I looked up the visitor list for potential recruits visiting for Blue and Gold Weekend last week, I didn't see a three-star on that list as well. This is noticeable progress over the Bayou Bryant swap man. The bar is raised. I used to complain every year. Yeah, the high end of Notre Dame's class has some great exciting guys. But overall, half the guys Kelly got every year were three-star guys. You're never getting over the hump when that's the case. You're not. You're not getting over the hump. Now, I know what people are going to say, but John, so-and-so was a three-star guy, and he ended up being an all-pro in the NFL. The outliers don't disprove the, the mathematics, all right? Overall, more four- and five-star guys end up being elite than three-star guys. There's always going to be outliers, all right? I used to complain all the time and ask the recruiting guys I know, why in the hell is half of our class in Notre Dame three-star guys? Come on. You know why? Brian Kelly. That's why. How else do you explain that there's none of them that we're going after in this class? None. Explain it. If it ain't Brian Kelly related, explain it. What else changed? 
The bar has been raised. Okay? Thank God. If you get a couple three stars because they have elite flash, you see something in them. They're an athlete. You may be able to use and plug different places. I'm fine with that at the back end of your, your recruiting roster. A couple guys or a long snapper or something, but it can't be half your class like too many Kelly classes were. All right? So I realize these offensive line recruits are not flash, splash quarterbacks, wide receivers. But we all know at Notre Dame how valuable this is to the engine and the offense. Notre Dame's doing a good job in this regard. It must keep flexing their hairy and NFL lineage on all these targets. Notre Dame has the leverage and advantage in this specific recruiting battle over everybody, I'd argue, except Nick Saban in Alabama. That's it. This is the one spot on a roster where Notre Dame should be in the catbird seat to be able to pick, throw out a small net and grab the best of the best hand-picked guys and get them. The education's going to be good, and the NFL lineage cannot be questioned. It cannot be negatively recruited against. Quentin Nelson cannot be negatively recruited against. The Martin brothers, Stanley, all those guys, McGlinchey, whatever. Whatever. Okay? So that's the one position where Notre Dame has historical lineage leverage over everybody else. Okay? The key overall takeaway here is that Notre Dame is raising the bar, okay? They are raising the recruiting bar. Brian Kelly had too many Notre Dame sheep believing there was a cap on what was possible in Notre Dame recruiting and that he had reached it. And the reason he never got past it was Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. No, it was him, him, him. Freeman's proving that. I ain't interested in three stars anymore. Those are Michigan guys. They can have them all. They can have them all. All right? So all those guys Kelly used to get, they can all go to Michigan now. They'll still have a home. It's just not in South Bend. Go to Michigan. And then the four and five star guys that are good, that are in Michigan, can come to Notre Dame, Ohio State, or Michigan State. As long as they don't go there. When it comes to these stars, fours and five makes lives and meets hot wives, okay? It's just the facts, people. Keep it up. Crank it into high gear. Notre Dame is in that number one recruiting spot right now. And here's the deal with it. Notre Dame's been very high, high up in the recruiting rankings before. And another Kelly era complaint of mine was these classes would start hot and be like in the top five, in the top 10, whatever, and get off to an early start. And then the months go by and then you look at 247 and we dropped again. And then another month goes by, oh, we dropped again. Then another month goes by and before you know it, it's all over, we're 17th or 18th. 
That ain't going to cut it at Notre Dame. You're not getting over the proverbial elite hump with the 17th, 18th recruiting class, 15th, whatever. So too many times that was a Brian Kelly complaint of mine. Start out hot, make everybody feel okay, and then at the end of the day, everybody laps you at the end. All right? Hold this number one spot. Unlike with Swamp Thing, it's actually realistic with this regime. Now, certain things have to break your way. Obviously, getting Dante Moore isn't going to hurt, right? A, a legitimate, bona fide, top 10 player, five-star quarterback, obviously. But the bar is getting raised. And, and it's just important that we all know that. We're swimming in the deep end of the talent pool here in a way Kelly had you think it just was never possible at Notre Dame. Holding that number one spot should be on everybody's mind. Talent, talent, talent. I am impressed with the vigor with which this staff recruits. Over the weekend, Freeman was asked, you know, what do you need to do to get where we need to go? Recruit, 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 recruit. Trust me. He knows that there's coaching, 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 development, development, development that also is in this recipe. But the number one thing, recruit, recruit, recruit. They are doing it. They are doing an excellent job. Everybody on the staff is pitching in. I love it. Continue it. Be proud of that number one recruiting spot and do not relinquish it. And always know we are Notre Dame and we are O-line U and we should be able to get anybody good that can also read to come here and play offensive line. Be picky. Go big game hunting. Get your guy and let Sheriff Harry do what he does. Good evening.